Today, Family Shield is dedicating this program to Harold Melser. He served as chairman of the Family Shield Ministries Board of Directors and passed away recently. He was a faithful and generous man with his time and treasures. When asked why he was so generous, he said, I want to be just like my father. He was a wonderful father who loved me and was a generous and caring man. Matthew 25:23 says, Well done, good and faithful servant. You have been faithful with a few things. Come and share your master's happiness. Harold is now sharing the Lord's gift of everlasting life, and we are thankful for him. God's plan for the family is that children will be raised by a loving and involved mother and father. Statistics document that children with active and involved fathers are more confident, better able to deal with frustration, are more likely to mature into compassionate adults, more sociable, secure, and less likely to show signs of depression. God's Word has much to say about fathers and sons. It says, Fathers, do not exasperate your children. Instead, bring them up in the training and instruction of the Lord. It also says in Malachi 4.6, He will turn the hearts of the fathers to their children and the hearts of the children to their fathers. Join us today as I interview Reverend Jim Buckman about the importance of the father-son relationship. He's pastor of Faith Lutheran Church in Lake Forest, Illinois. This is Kay Meyer, president of Family Shield Ministries and your host for today's program. Thanks, Reverend Buckman, for being our guest today as we talk about the importance of the father-son relationships. It's great to be here with you and with your audience. Thank you for having me. You're very welcome. So uh, as we begin that topic, tell us about your relationship with your father and why it's important. Well, um, my dad's a pastor, and I grew up uh, on the mission field in West Africa. And so I uh, spent the first 10 years of my life there wow. in Nigeria. Wow. And um, so for me, you know, my entire life, my entire relationship with my dad has been a, a very strong Christian relationship. Um, I just have always been blessed to every day of my life to that I know to um, be raised in the Christian faith and to have, um, you know, a Christian father and um, to have a strong faith discussion with my dad. And um, it, it's just been, it's been a tremendous blessing for me because that's, that's just my point of reference. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And I know that's not everybody. No, I was going to say your experience is very different from most. You told uh, me before we did the program when we just talked a couple weeks ago that you uh, were sent to boarding school when you were in first (laughs) grade because your parents were missionaries in Africa. And I'm like, what? First grade? (laughs) Uh, That's uh, uh, a very different uh, and probably a little different uh, building of a relationship with a mom and dad. Maybe you're not seeing them as often as most first graders would. But uh, to tell our listeners just briefly about going to boarding school when you were in first grade and what that was like for you. 
you know, um, it, it was a it was a very interesting experience for me. Um, it's what I knew growing up, right? So, you know, sometimes I kind of get a kick out of, you know, people ask me, you know, what was it like to grow up without TV? Which is kind of a goofy question, you know, because if that's how you grew up, then you didn't know anything different at the time, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and so for me, you know, growing up in the mission field, that's what all missionary families did back in those days. And um, it was a, a two-day drive. It was a two-day drive from oh. the village that we were missionaries in up to the, the boarding house. The boarding house, so we were in Nigeria. All the different uh, Protestant denominations had boarding houses, and um, and then we all pooled our resources uh, for teachers. So my first grade teacher was from England, um, you know, and so it was it was a great experience in terms of faith formation, of being true to your understanding of Scripture at the same time, working well with other people, sharing resources with other denominations, all of that. It was really, it was really neat. Uh, so the boarding house had about twenty five, thirty kids in it, and I, I mean, I'll be honest, I loved it. Mm. I mean, maybe I'm not supposed to say that, but I did. <laughs> we had great house parents, and uh, uh, Hector and Mary Ottomeller were our house parents, and uh, so it, it, it was just, it was a great experience. I'll tell you the truth, though. You know, for me, I didn't really understand the price of the separation until I became a parent myself. Mm-hmm. My wife and I, we have five children all godly children. And, um, you know, when I then had my own children, it gave me a whole different perspective on what the price that a, a dad and a mom, you know, would pay to be a missionary, yeah. especially in those days. Because, you know, it, it, I'd, be, I'd be honest, it would be hard for me to think about saying goodbye to my mm-hmm. six-year-old mm-hmm. for a couple months at a time, right. knowing they're two days travel away. Yeah. Oh, I yeah. I am sure that was very challenging for your parents, maybe because you liked it and maybe not so much for you. But uh, yeah, you, you realize when you have children um, yeah. how much time you're missing with them when they're not there. You bet. Well, that's, that's great. I don't want to spend a whole lot of time on it, but I know that it would be a unique experience. We could have probably done the whole program on that experience, <laughs> but thank you so much for that. So um, you also mentioned when we spoke a week or so ago that your father taught you about honesty. There was numerous things you talked about, but tell us um, – how he, one of the stories that you mentioned to me, uh, why you learned your, your dad was very honest and how you learned that. You know, one of the things about uh, my dad uh, that I've been blessed with is that, you know, he will sit down and, uh, you know, have a uh, discussion about faith with you and uh, talk through passages of Scripture with you. Um, you know, teach you the Bible as a child, and, and all those things are, those are great and important things. But I think also, I just have been blessed to have a dad who I observe his faith to be true in his personal life. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, you know, I think what we may have been talking about was, there were a couple of times, you know, growing up as a kid, um, when I'd be going through the, to the grocery store with my dad, and, you know, his dad owned a grocery store too, small town, North Dakota, and, uh, and so, but we'd go through, you know, the, the grocery line and, and back in those days, you know, you, you, um, would count stuff up and, and add it up and then have to kind of do the math to figure out what the change was and everything. 
And I, I remember more than more than once, you know, um, my dad saying to the person working there, you know, I, I think that um, you've given me too much change. And, uh, you know, could you check it again? And they would check it. And sure enough, you know, he was right. They, they had given him too much change. And it was never a lot of money, you know, um, but it was just the principle of it. Mm-hmm. And uh, and so I remember as, as a kid just watching my dad in that way, just being being honest in small things. And so I think for me as a son, that increased, you know, my trust in him because, you know, mm-hmm. if somebody's honest in small things, they're probably going to be honest in bigger things mm-hmm. too. Mm-hmm. That's fantastic. And I'm sure you learned a lot from your dad, but it's wonderful because sometimes uh, the the Christian father or mother says one thing and does something else. So it's great to see that they're living their faith. Certainly not perfect mothers or fathers. None of us are. Uh, no one is perfect except for our Savior, Jesus Christ. But it's great to teach our children uh, just as we walk and talk and go to the store and they see that we really do believe and trust Jesus. Thank you so much for that. You already mentioned a couple things of how he shares his faith with you, uh, but w- let's talk for a minute about why forgiveness is so important in the father-son relationship. Just Can you just think of a, a time where uh, forgiveness was necessary with you and your dad? Uh, well, you know, gosh, I mean, that, that's, uh, that's something I really have to stop and think about, to be honest with you. Um, I know, I know that, you know, like you said, no, no relationship is perfect. Um, and so, so I know certainly from my point of view, there are things that I, I've had to ask for forgiveness from my, from my parents. Um, I remember, (laughs) I remember, um, one time, this is not too many years ago, actually, I was visiting with my mom and my dad, and I, and I said, um, I said, um, Mom, I'm gonna, I, need to, I need to ask for your forgiveness for something. And this was only, you know, I don't know, 10 years ago or so, and my mom said, really, what, what's that? And I, I was visiting my parents who live in St. Louis, and so it was just me with them in their house there, and we just had dinner. And so I, I told my mom, I said, well, Mom, when I was in high school, I went to the senior prom, and I, um, I, I used the car, and uh, the St. Louis, the Lutheran High South senior prom was downtown at the Missouri Athletic Club, and uh, my date, she lived out in West County, so I had a lot of driving to do, and uh, after, you know, after the senior prom, then drove her home, and then I'm driving home. And we at the time lived way down in South County off of Telegraph and 270, if you're familiar with mm-hmm. where that is, and way down almost in Arnold. And so then I, I tell you, I was fighting, falling asleep the whole way home. <laughs> and and I tell you, I, I was about a mile from the house, and I was going down this little country road there, and I and I dozed off, and I came on oh. an S curve, and uh, and so I woke up about halfway into that first turn. And, and I realized I was going off the road. Fortunately, it was flat farmer's uh. field there. And I, I slammed on the brake, but, uh, and I wasn't going that fast. So I slammed on the brake. I went, went off the road just a little bit, and I, I, uh, I hit somebody's mailbox. Uh-oh. Now, the, the mailbox, the post of the mailbox was like four feet by, or four inch by four inch sort of post. 
And I guess it had just rained because, and I didn't really hit it that hard because I just basically pushed the thing over. I got up, I looked at it, and I, I pulled the thing back up. <laughs> this is my first time confessing all this on radio. On radio. <laughs> Here you go. I pulled, I pulled the thing back up, you know, and it was fine. The, the mailbox itself wasn't damaged at all. Um, it, it, but so then I, I, I did have some wood splinters on the on the on the bumper there. So I, I took the car down uh, to the pond there in the subdivision. I wiped the thing off, and there was a little little bit of a dent in the bumper there. And uh, I drove it home, but it was nothing big. And I thought, you know, I might just be able to get away with this. <laughs> and so I, I drove it home. I parked it in the garage, and <laughs> and then about about two weeks later, my dad called me out to the garage. Now, now you have to understand to understand to appreciate this story. My mom is not the best driver. I'm just going to leave it at that because we're on the radio. But she's not the best driver, and um, and so we go out, my dad calls me out to the garage, and uh, and my dad says, uh, you know, you know, you see this bump, this dent here in the bumper. I said, oh yes, I do see it, and he <laughs> he said, he said, well, what do you know, what do you think, or you know, well, you know, and I said, I said, well, Dad, you know what kind of a driver Mom is. <laughs> <laughs> and, and my dad didn't ever confront my mom. Oh no! <laughs> and so, and so, you know, it was kind of one of those things of it was a confession of mine, but I also kind of threw my dad under the bus too. <laughs> That's a good one, Jim. I love that story. <laughs> That's fantastic. Uh, so forgiveness is important, whether it's father to son or son to father or son to mother yep. but uh, thank you yeah. i want to i want to make some announcements and then we'll continue talking and talk a little bit after the announcements we'll talk a little bit about you and your your sons family shield ministries cares about families growing in christ and equips them to witness to each other and to the world the family shield radio program is aired on 50 stations we also produce a podcast that's available through the internet. Family Shield is giving away the booklet, Raising Your Children with Respect. If you'd like to receive this complimentary booklet, call the Response Center 1-877-250-8416 or email us at witness family at gmail.com. You can also sign up to receive our complimentary email newsletter on the website or send us your email and we'll sign you up ourselves. We also have a Facebook page and we encourage you to connect with us in that way. Your prayers and support are critical. Please consider a gift to Family Shield this month. Send your gift to Family Shield Ministries, P.O. Box 230015, St. Louis, Missouri 63123. You can also charge a gift on the website. And you can access our podcast on our website and on many internet sites. Today, we've been talking about the father-son relationship. I also want to mention a book by Brian and Jeff Becker on this topic, Tender Lions, Building the Vital Relationship Between Father and Son. I'd recommend that book. Today's program is dedicated to Harold Melser. We are thankful for him. Now let's go back to my guest, Reverend Jim Buckman of Faith Lutheran Church in Lake Forest, Illinois. And we'll continue our discussion. I wanted to transition at this point, Jim. You have uh, you mentioned five children, but you have three sons. Let's talk just a minute about your relationship with your sons. Tell us about them, first of all. Sure. Uh, so uh, my oldest son is Jacob, 
and he is um, works with Panera, and he's a baker. He works for on the corporate side of Panera. He is uh, somebody who trains bakers in the northern Chicago and Wisconsin area. And uh, this is just a passion of his, um, is, is food and, and baking. And uh, Jacob is uh, just a, um, a, a loving person. He's a very serving, caring person. He loves going on mission trips. He's a very strong personal faith. Um, he's, he's just, uh, he's somebody that his employer uh, is very thankful for and, um, yeah, I'm proud of him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. And then um, our second son, Jim, is um, right now looking at becoming a missionary pilot. So he's looking mm. at uh, pilot schools. Uh, he was just out uh, last week in uh, Portland, Oregon, at the uh, Moody Aviation School for missionary pilots. Um, he's looking at a couple others, Liberty and uh, some secular ones as well, but he's very interested in becoming a missionary pilot. He's working as a manager for Home Depot and um, obviously very strong personal faith as well. And uh, he just, he wants to, he wants to serve the Lord in, in a more full-time way. And he's, he's uh, started taking pilot lessons a couple of years ago. So uh, I, I got to fly with him on his first um first flight where he had the had the stick and we flew up the Hudson River wow. when we lived out in New Jersey. And Wonderful. so that was pretty cool. That is cool. And then our son John is going to be a senior in high school and uh, he's very interested in finance and business, but he's also at the same time very interested in going to one of the Concordias. And uh, I think he's also kind of wrestling with ministry as well, mm-hmm. in, a, in a good sense of the word. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. it's, um, you know, I think it's when you're in church work yourself, um, you, you're happy to see your children interested in, in church work. There's this fine line of, of not wanting to push, you mm-hmm. know, mm-hmm. Um, letting them, you know, spread their own wings and figuring out, you know, God's leading in their life um and so it's um it's a real it's a real blessing i I know for me with raising children raising our sons you know one of the things that my dad taught me uh said to me uh years and years ago was he he and i were just having a great conversation and one day he said to me he said you know jim don't ever don't ever try to be a, a a photocopy of me good for him and yeah, and I, I and uh, he said, you know, uh, look at my life and uh, the things that you think are good, imitate those things, and the things that you think are not good, throw those away. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, my my wife and I in our marriage, that's a principle that we've had in our marriage of, you know, and I think it's in keeping with the fourth commandment. You know, so we look at our parents, our respective parents, and and we say, you know, these four adults, you know. What are the things that we think are godly, God really God pleasing about them? Let's imitate those. It's not with the rest. And then Kathy and I, we've done the same thing with raising our children. You know, we um, always try to you know encourage them. You know, look at us and you know whatever you think is whatever seems to match up with Scripture, uh, imitate that. And whatever doesn't, throw it out, throw it away. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I, I think that's an important part of raising your children is to to have that humility. And, uh, and so I was very blessed to have a dad like that, you, bet. you know, to, yeah. 
That was one of the reasons why I invited you for this topic, because I thought, I know your dad, I know your mom, I <laughs> knew you would have a good relationship with him, and I knew you would have a good relationship with your own uh, sons as well. So um, t- let's talk for a minute about why God is a God of compassion and how that relates to being a father. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, God God is love, uh-huh. and um, God does not delight in the destruction of the wicked. God, you know, does not put out the smoldering wick or uh, break the bruised reed. Um, you know, his son was sent to reconcile us to him. God is a God of compassion. He's uh, slow to anger, abounding in mercy. Um, you know, this this is our God, and um, that's, I think, such an important part of, of being a, a parent. Um, when I was on Vicarage, I was blessed to serve my vicarage under Ron Rawl. Oh, wonderful. Her, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and Ron and Mary Ann, just great people. And so Kathy and I, you know, we were, um, you know, newly married and, um, and uh, <laughs> um, Ron and Mary Ann, you know, they have seven children. And mm-hmm. so a good-sized family. And one of the things, uh, you know, in, in observing their family was just how great of a family they have and the relationship with the children and how the children are living out their faith. And, you know, just a very impressive family. And so I remember I, I sat down with Ron, you know, he and I had a kind of relationship where, you know, we could just talk about whatever. And so, and so I asked Ron one day, I said, you know, what do you think is the, the key to, to raising children? Um, and he said to me something I've, I've never forgotten, and that is, he said, you know, the, the, maybe one of the most important things in raising a child is to make sure that they know that no matter what they do, they've always got a bridge back to you. Oh, good. Yeah. And I think, you know, in your intro, you know, you were talking about the importance of fathers in the lives of children. And, it, and you're exactly right. There's a lot of statistical evidence on that. And I think, um, you know, part of that, you know, being in the life of, of the child is the child knowing that no matter what they do, you know, um, that their father, their mother is going to be there for them. Right. And, and that's just a bottom line bedrock commitment to them. You bet. You bet. That's correct. And uh, I had several Bible verses here. I actually added a new one this week, uh, verses about, you know, that mention fathers and their sons. Um, but uh, Ephesians 6, 4, I've had that one in there a long time, and I always wonder, what does this mean? Fathers, do not exasperate your children. Instead, bring them up in the training and instruction of the Lord. Um, Jim, just uh, what what do you think God's Word means when it says fathers don't exasperate your children? Well, you know, it's it's it's, um, it's a uh, it's an important verse, um, and I think you know it speaks again to the special nature of the relationship between fathers and their children. Uh, the father is designed by God to be the spiritual head of the home. Uh, you know, it's a it's a burden, a responsibility put upon the father. Fathers do not exasperate your children. Um, 
And so as a, as a dad, we need to, we need to step up to the plate and we need to recognize that, that that's, that's our responsibility. And, you know, I think the exasperating, um, can, uh, can be a tricky thing. You know, uh, I, I, I just, I, I'm reminded of Moses and his relationship with his heavenly father, mm-hmm. you know, God comes to Moses and says, you know, I want you to lead my people out of bondage. And Moses basically thumbs his nose at God and, you know, uh, comes up with half a dozen excuses. And, um, and then uh, finally uh, relents and, uh, and agrees that Aaron can be the spokesperson. He'll come along for the ride. And then, uh, then the discussions begin with Pharaoh and they're not really going very fast, very, very well. And Moses is exasperated with God. In fact, if you read in Exodus, Moses has the audacity to accuse God. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and got, Moses says to God, you're not doing anything. You know, Moses, is, <laughs> Moses is exasperated. And I mean, I read that, and, and granted, I have the luxury of distance yeah. from the event. Right. You know, but I look at that, and I'm like, Moses, seriously? You need to slow your roll. You know, who are you to get exasperated? You know, just read back Exodus chapter 3 there, starting with the burning bush, Ooh. and Moses, hello, you're the one who said you weren't going to do any of this, and now you're accusing God? So I think, I think you know, when we're admonished as dads, you know, do not exasperate your children, I don't really look at that as an indictment as much as I look at that as, you got to understand children, oh, you know, yeah. whether we're talking about spiritual immaturity, emotional immaturity or whatever. Right. They say that, they that, say crazy that, things sometimes to us, don't they? Hmm. They do. You know, they, I mean, they're, they're not always going to get it right the first or the second or the third time. And so but we need to be aware that when they're getting exasperated, that it's just not sinking in. And so we need to try yet another way, like God did with Moses. Okay. You know, I love that. there's that relationship there. Yeah. And, and, you know, and then also sometimes, I mean, we're not God as dads, you know, we're going to get it wrong. And when we get it wrong, we need to come to our children, you know, and say, hey, you know, I'm sorry. Um, I did not handle this well. I did not handle that well. And, you know, or, you know, you, maybe you did handle it well, but they're not taking it well. And just say, hey, you know, it looks like this is kind of a difficult thing. Let's talk about this a little bit. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Very yeah. good. Yes, very good. Thank you so much. Uh, my guest has been Reverend Jim Buckman of Faith Lutheran Church in Lake Forest, Illinois. We've been talking about the father-son relationship, and uh, there's so much more in God's Word. Let me just read one more verse here. Uh, God's Word in Malachi 4 says, He will turn the hearts of the fathers to their children and the hearts of the children to their fathers. And um, that that's a great verse. My uh, niece just had a new baby boy yesterday. Henry, and we've seen the pictures. They're down in Texas. But I thought, how great that God turns the hearts of the children to the fathers and our hearts to them. God is a God of love. Pastor uh, Buckman said that so clearly. Thank you so much for listening, and uh, we encourage you to build a strong relationship with your father and your son. You've been listening to Family Shield, a production of Family Shield Ministries. Its mission is to educate and equip people through the power of the gospel to know Christ, grow in His Word, and to strengthen individuals and their families. To learn how you can obtain resources or support the ministry, go to www.familyshieldministries.com 
or Wright Family Shield Ministries, P.O. Box 230015, St. Louis, Missouri 63123. And tune in again next week for Family Shield. Family Shield.